0: If you're struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction, now is the time to take action and get professional help. Call Recovery Centers of America at 1 800 941 2358. You are worthy of recovery from your addiction, and calling RCA will be the first step in getting the help you need. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24 7, and because safety is a top priority, all patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID 19. Their expert team of physicians and medical professionals will treat you with compassion and dignity and provide an evidence-based treatment plan that's custom tailored to your specific needs. Recovery Centers of America has detoxification and residential treatment centers across the East Coast and Midwest, and many of their treatment centers are in network with insurance providers. So RCA's best-in-class inpatient and outpatient care, which is offered both in-person and via teletherapy, is affordable and accessible. Make this the year you conquer your addiction. Call 1-800-941-2358. 800-941-2358.
1: It is time for the NFL tailgate party for bettors and fantasy football players alike. Guys, the two-minute warning. World famous goes back to the score phone days. It's now known as Late Info, but it did uh, start out as the two-minute warning. It is activated only when there are very special releases. We've got Big Red, who started out uh, as a player on the score phones, became an offshore founder. He consults with oddsmakers, pro gamblers, handicappers, unique access to the sharpest bets. He does say the biggest bet so far this season in the NFL or college football, including preseason, goes at one o'clock Eastern time. It's on the late info at offshoreinsiders.com. Right now, it is a biggie. All right, let's get in. We got a ton of information, ton of information for you, the Chargers and the Bills, Teams that are off of a loss as a favorite do rebound in week two at a seventy-three fifty-six and four rate. Any record we give you is ATS unless I specify straight up or of course over under sixty-two point one percent when they're not a home favorite in this game, which Buffalo is not. That would um uh, favor them, and uh, I'm sorry that that would actually favor the Chargers. Teams off a loss as a favorite would favor the Chargers and. When they're not a home favorite, now again, doesn't mean that they're a home underdog. or doesn't mean they're playing at home. When you exclude circumstances where they're a home favorite, it goes up to 62.1%. But that does favor the Chargers. However, home underdogs off of a loss of 40 or more are 10-3 against the spread. Now, both of those talk about overreaction. So many people overreact to what happened in the previous week. Now, in both of these cases, uh, both of these teams looked very poor last week. Uh, Philip Rivers—he's one of those predictably unpredictable guys. We always say that you know when Rivers is looking poorly, he bounces back. Now, the the truth is, it doesn't so much apply this week. It's a very small check mark in his favor. Yeah, the Bills are absolutely abysmal. A lot of people agree that Buffalo is the worst team in the league, but again, the odds makers are ahead of you. Keep in mind, home field advantage is worth three points, and the single biggest sucker play is when people like to bet against awful home teams at home. Uh, Joey Bosa, of course, is out for the Chargers, but back to what we were talking about, home underdogs of seven or more very solid 53.6% in the history of our database, but, but, get this, only 33 and 41 hosting a team off of a loss of seven or more. So, when there is a potential to for people to overreact to the other team, that is the exception. But yeah, home underdogs have always been a very solid play in the NFL, and we're talking about going back to the 1980s. Fading teams that average three points or less per game unless they are home favorites is 18-8, and eight, and that would favor San Diego. Now, I know what you're saying is, look, uh, you know, it's, all, it's only one game, so how can you use season-to-date statistics? Well, again, that's kind of the point. The NFL is about overreaction. Approved sportsbooks, thoroughly vetted sportsbooks. If you want to always get paid on time, go to OffshoreInsiders.com. Every sportsbook there has been thoroughly vetted. Josh Allen makes his first career start for Buffalo after going 7-15 last week. Underdogs of 6 or more off the loss of 20 or more are 258, 213, and 7. It's a solid 54.8%. That would favor Buffalo. And home underdogs of 6.5 or more off the loss of Twenty-four or more, sixty-eight and thirty-nine for sixty-three point six percent. That would favor Buffalo, but admittedly, admittedly, this rare situation only four and eight since two thousand and thirteen. But again, you know the public's going to say bet against Buffalo, bet against Buffalo. Remember, the odds makers are one step ahead of you, and it is all about uh, overreaction. And yes, Ziggy Balls, thank you. Hey. Uh, Legendary, legendary man on Twitter. Very honest that you would uh be watching this. And again, we all always welcome uh, comments, especially so we know we're out there. And I know, you know, still quite a few of you watch this on demand, not always um, live. And the truth is, especially since Talk Show, which carries our audio podcast, and that's not broadcast live, but we send it out right away. Really excited about that that uh, a lot, our listenership on the audio podcast have gone up. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, wherever you're listening, please give us a like or Periscope, give us a heart. Um, and if you're listening on the audio podcast, please give us a five-star rating, uh, wherever you're listening to us, Stitcher and whatnot. Uh, Ziggy does like the Bills. Eagles and the Buccaneers. Tampa, of course, was terrible last season. We still think they come into this season undervalued, especially with Jameis Winston out. You know, Jameis Winston, it's not like he's been all that fantastic himself. So, you know, Ryan Fitzmagic did have a spectacular game last week. Uh, This is a battle of two of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Of course, neither team has their starting quarterback, but Nick Foles against Ryan Fitzpatrick, both are experienced as starters. Um, Wide receiver Deshaun Jackson has been upgraded to probable for Tampa, five catches in week one, 106 the previous two years, so that's no small injury update. Road favorites that had at least 200 fewer total yards than their opponent did the previous week, 20 and 9. And that's one of those, you know, listen to what the odds makers are telling you. Um, you know, Tampa had, of course, a spectacular week last week. Philadelphia offensively did not, but... When the odds makers tell you that that uh, team that's off of the much worse offensive performance is a favorite, listen to what they're saying. At least that's what that angle says. And yes, thank you to uh, Carrie DeAngelis. Great to uh, hear you again. Nice to uh, hear from you, uh, Carrie, for sure. Uh, the Eagles, Darren Sproles is out. Very key player. You know he's a great breakaway running back, uh, capable of that 80 yard. Uh, run on a screen pass at any point. The Eagles' Alshon Jeffrey, who had five straight seasons of 52 or more catches, is out. And it's funny, I don't even know him. what Carrie says um, to hear me again, but it's funny, I do a, you know, I'm a guest on a lot of podcasts and an honor to have been a uh, guest on the uh, Winners and Winers podcast and the host, host, Scott Steen, a very nice guy, he's like, you know, when I interviewed you, I didn't really recognize your voice, but once I was listening to one of your reports, one of these reports, it's like, yeah, now I remember your voice from the score So I don't know, you know, when Carrie says, great to hear you again, if he's talking about from, you know, he watched us last year when we did it in conjunction with SBR, or he's one of those, every now and then, somebody's like, and it hasn't happened as much. Look, the internet's been around for a while, but especially like six, seven years ago, somebody would be like, yeah, I loved your picks on the internet, on the score phones, and I'm just discovering you. I didn't realize you're on the internet. So that hasn't happened a lot lately. Um, we, and we're getting a, a couple people, well, two people under two different uh, screen names on uh, Periscope, asking Cook or Connor. Yeah, I, I know when I say uh, fantasy football, I actually haven't pay, uh, paid uh, played fantasy football in literally 18 years. Lot of overlapping information, so we have great information as far as injuries and matchups. I'm not a huge fantasy football guy, but yeah, thank you uh, to Carrie who says he's been following me for years. And nice to see people checking in on both Periscope and on uh, YouTube. I know we—it's weird, really—a uh, a lower. We actually get a lot lower viewership on our Facebook page, and there's something. I don't know, there was some security thing where I think it's a little tougher to comment on uh, Facebook, but thankfully, very easy on both Periscope and uh, YouTube. The Colts and the Redskins, teams off a loss as a favorite rebound in Week 2 at a 73-56-4 rate. That would favor the Colts. 62.1% when not a home favorite this year. And uh, thank you for those people who are checking in on uh, Periscope and uh, how do you pronounce your name? Root. Root. Well, I don't even know how you pronounce it, but also Humboldt Parker and uh, Ziggy Balls also checking in. He says the Eagles off a long rest. Fitzmagic runs out if he takes a step back. Yeah, the Eagles are definitely off the long rest. They played on the opening Thursday night game, and we've studied that. You know, Ziggy Balls does bring up a, a good point. We've studied that, you know, my theory used to be, as a general rule of thumb, and it's true more so in the NBA, and make sure, you know, NBA, heck, it's what, only about two months or so away. Um, As a general rule of thumb, but again, this applies a little bit more in the NBA than any other sport, rest benefits the teams that need rest. When teams are playing well, you don't want them to have rest. When they're not playing well, you do want them to have rest. So it gives a chance for the Eagles to at least make some some um, adjustments on offense. That general theory, and I'm not saying to bet the over, but that general theory would say that the Eagles offense would rebound this week and would have a much better effort. But uh, yeah, so thank you Ziggy Balls for bringing that up about the rest. Going against favorites of two or more, if it's their first game as a favorite, 209-168-15, and 15, that benefits the Colts. And yes, it does, does very much include um week two and yeah russell wilson against the bears i'm a huge russell wilson guy that being said i'm not that familiar with the the fantasy football scoring anymore i know people go by the um go a little bit more by the uh, you know there's a standard scoring that has to do with yards. so again i haven't played fantasy football in years back then it was the low tech days Russell Wilson is one of those guys who I think is a much better NFL quarterback than he is a fantasy football quarterback because he doesn't put up those great numbers. Obviously, Seattle doesn't have a high-powered offense. They're one of those keep-the-defense-off-of-the-field guys. So I think Russell Wilson is a poster child of a guy who is a very good NFL quarterback, isn't necessarily a spectacular Uh, Fantasy football quarterback, of course, the Bears have a very solid defense, very good defense. They're hoping that they're going to get an offense uh, this year. You you know, everyone in Chicago, if you're a Bears fan, you're hoping that Mitchell Trubisky is this year's Jared Goff. I've got my doubts, to be honest with you. But, again, without really being familiar with the, the intricacies of how the fantasy football scoring now works, Russell Wilson, like I said, is the poster child of a, a guy that is probably better in real life than he is in fantasy football, and the Bears do have a rock-solid uh, defense, so I'm not sure that I'm madly in love with that. A solid momentum angle that has to do with undefeated teams versus winless teams under specific circumstances that apply today. 70-49-2, and that favors the Redskins, but again, yes, of course, it's week two, but week two, Two, NFL is about overreaction, and yes, it does apply when a team is 1-0 and against a team that is uh, 0-1. Skins are, you know, I said it entering the year. I talked about a lot in the offseason. I'm not a huge Kurt Cousins fan. I'm not convinced that there's a big drop-off from Cousins to Smith. So I think the Skins are one of those teams that I had marked off as kind of undervalued coming into the year. Colts, you could argue, a little bit overvalued. Andrew Luck. Even if he is the comeback player of the year, expect some rust. Of course, yeah, he's got a game under his belt, and uh, you know, t- you know pass the ball a little bit more than a lot of people thought. Still, uh, you know, I think when you're talking about generically undervalued versus overvalued, that would benefit the Redskins. Anthony Costanzo, look, the Colts—they are ravaged. They are ravaged, when their offensive line, Costanzo, early in the week was considered probable. Now he is out. So you've got. A ravage offensive line protecting a fragile quarterback. Uh, Home teams that in week two covered by seven or more the previous week. This is a surprise. This is actually a surprise as Ziggy Balls um, again talks about uh, the Redskins should not be this high of a favorite. Uh, This does surprise me because this kind of goes against my overreaction thing. That being said, a little bit of a small sample size and not statistically overwhelming, but you know something to keep in mind for those people who just blindly like to be contrarian and bet, uh, bet that there will be overreaction. Home teams in week two that covered by seven or more the previous week are actually 39-29 and four. That would favor Washington. Andrew Luck, a stunning 22 and six again against the spread off of a straight up loss, covering by an average of 6.9 points per game and 10 and one. Andrew Luck has one posted as an underdog in those situations. Covering by an average of thirteen point four points per game, and if you do like this information, I do thank a lot of you for making uh, some comments. Please feel free to literally like it, or if you're watching on Periscope, give us a heart, a share, embed, retweet. Uh, that'll definitely help us, and you know, it's it's a nice uh, vote of confidence. And the experts tell us that the search engines like it quite frankly. So please, if you like us, literally like us. Panthers and the Falcons. Going against favorites of two or more, if it's their first game as a favorite, 209-168-15, that would benefit, benefit the Panthers. We already talked about, yes, I know it's week two. So if you're joining us on our live broadcast, yes, we know it's week two, and I commented on that a little bit earlier. Uh, Looks like Falcons will be without Devontae Freeman uh, he averages 4.3 yards per carry in his career, twice rushed for over 1,000 yards, no small injury. But Carolina banged up as well. Curtis Samuel, uh, Damari Byrd, guard Trey Turner, they're all out. Samuel, 15 receptions in nine games. Byrd had nine catches last year, uh, 10 catches last year. So it has a lot to do with the Panthers' depth at wide receiver. And bigger than that, really banged up on their offensive line, Matt Khalil, Darrell Williams, and superstar, superstar tight end Greg Olson remains out. So, are there any weapons um, for Cam Newton to throw to? Not really. Carolina does not have many offensive weapons. Playoff teams from the previous season. Oh, wait a minute. I almost skipped the most important thing. Atlanta, with two devastating injuries on their defense last week. Deion Jones and Keanu Neal. Both out. Both out. Big, big, big injuries for the Falcons' defense. Playoff teams in the previous season, 42-28 and 28 against the spread in Week 2 home openers. Cam Newton, 29-19 against the spread as an underdog, including 8-6 and six straight up in the last 14, winning 9 units. You know, I, I have a long list of guys that I think are predictably unpredictable. Cam Newton is arguably... Moving towards the top of that list by, predictably unpredictable, what I say is when a guy, you know, is starting to look bad all of a sudden, a true Jekyll and High guy, a guy who could literally look like a Hall of Famer one week and a second string quarterback the next week, they are very dangerous as underdogs, you know, you want to go with them as underdogs, against them as favorites, and that is a, a Cam Newton, statistically it says, he is that type of quarterback, and my eyes say that as well. Browns and the Saints, teams off a loss as a favorite rebound in Week 2 at a 73-56-4 and rate. That would benefit the Saints. Fade teams that have no more than one win their last 22 straight up. Obviously, that goes over multiple seasons. That would say to go with the Saints. Teams off a loss as a large favorite do bounce back. Remember, this is a a theme here. At a ninety-five and sixty-six rate, that says go with the Saints. I say it. I think every week. I may have even said it on this broadcast. The NFL is the number one regression to the mean sport. A team is almost all. A team is never as bad as they look at at their worst, or as good as they look at at the best. Now that's. Kind of obvious, maybe not the best way to phrase that, but the NFL, yeah, that whatever team looks the worst the previous week, whatever team looks the best the previous week, usually going to be overreaction, and so many of these angles said that. Remember, the Browns are off of that rare tie, mentally draining, but the Saints lost. The Saints are a good team, so you could probably argue that the the Browns' tie was mentally draining, but the Saints lost a lot more motivating. Teams off of a, a tie... Are only six and fourteen against the spread, so that would say go with the Saints. And again, when a team is off of a tie, what does that mean? They played all fifteen minutes of overtime, so they literally played a uh, a quarter more than their opponent did the previous week. And of course, the game went down to the wire. So in many cases, uh, you know, they their starters played. More than 15 minutes more so. It does make sense fading teams off of a tie because it means they went all the way in the overtime, of course. Saints still without Mark Ingram, who has suspended. 1,124 yards rushing last year. averages 4.5 yards per carry in 5,362 uh, lifetime yards. Uh, New Orleans, do you believe in look-aheads? Look, we actually wrote an article. Go to um, Joe Duffy Right, not right now, but at some point after this uh, broadcast, and we wrote the an article about the myth of the look ahead in college football. Also found in the NFL. I don't think the look ahead is really a really big angle. But you know how I like to take that I report, you decide approach on this. If you're big in the look aheads, uh, the Saints are looking ahead to their could be looking ahead to their big rival Atlanta next week. Yeah, what a tragic story. The Browns, the Browns, of course, were the chic bet for a lot of people uh, this year. You know, I know even in Vegas and offshore, a lot of people bet on them to win the division, even you know, go to the Super Bowl. Everyone's looking for that great long shot. Looks like the Browns and Josh Gordon are done. Gordon is one of these guys. If he ever got his head on straight, could be one of the most dangerous weapons in the NFL. And I think that's why a lot of people. We're taking a shot at the Browns as such a long shot, but uh, the Browns are cutting. Looks like they're going to cut ties with Josh Gordon. Will not be there today. Uh, they haven't actually officially cut him, but he's not playing today. They're trying to trade him. They're probably going to wind up cutting him. I don't know if anyone's going to offer anything more than And I, what are the, how many rounds are there now in the NFL. Eight, eight rounds. You're not going to get anything for him. Somebody will take a chance on him when he gets cut, but anyway, he's not playing today, and that's the the most important thing. Browns without one of the best pass rushers in Emmanuel Agba. New Orleans defense more healthy this week. Saints are the top scoring home offense since two thousand and fifteen. Probably not a surprise to anybody there. Now when the Saints when the Saints home games has gone up by uh, no more, It's going up, but not by more than two points. The over is 23-10. and 10. Now keep in mind, again, I like to either bet on teams that underachieved the previous years or bet against teams that overachieved. You could argue that the most overachieving unit last year was the Saints defense. Well, they were certainly the most improved defense last year. Is there some regression to the mean they were torched for 529 yards and 48 points to back up Ryan Fitzpatrick last week? I think one of the, the great questions for you know, anybody, NFL observers, uh, to, you know, to ask is, how good is the Saints defense? I mean, is the Saints defense that we had seen in years prior to last year and certainly last week? Or are the Saints' defense, are they the most improved defense in the NFL that we saw last year, where last year they were actually one of the better defenses? I don't think the Saints' defense is very good. I think they're going to be a lot closer to worse than first this year. Cardinals and the Rams, teams off a loss is a favorite rebound in Week 2 at a 73-56-4 rate. That uh, favors the Cardinals. 62.1% when a team is not a home favorite this game and card starting offensive tackle Andrew Smith is out. And we do thank uh, Ziggy for his uh, comments and you should be able to see them on screen regardless of where you're watching, of course unless you're listening to the audio podcast. Again, mybookie.ag big sponsor. I've been in this business for 30 well, I should you know I always say 30 years. I always think of when on I'm full time. Remember, I work for Dial Sports. Uh, when I was in college. So I've actually been in this business for about 32 years, I guess, 33 years. I will not, and I built up a great reputation. Look, I'm not going to lie to you, the picks a last, it hasn't been the greatest start for me in football, frankly, but it's early. But, you know, I built up a very good reputation over the years. I'm not going to throw that out the window by sending you to a sports book that doesn't pay you on time. Any single sports book I mention on offshoreinsiders.com will pay you on time. MyBookie.ag will give you whatever the largest bonuses is that they're giving away at the time. If you use the promo code DUFFY, D-U-F-F-Y, easy deposit, very easy withdrawal. You'll get your money within 48 hours of requesting withdrawal, usually closer to uh, 24. You'll get paid in full each and every time. I've known before there was a MyBookie.ag. I have a relationship with some of the principals there going back before that. Truly run by professionals, truly run by business people. And uh, sharp lines, literally anything you want, and there are only about a half dozen sports books that you're, all, you're that you're certain to always get paid on time. MyBookie.ag is one of them. Go to OffshoreInsiders.com for the list of the rest. Lions and the 49ers teams off a loss as a favorite do rebound in Week Two, 73-56 and four of the Lions, and again 62.1% when they're not a home favorite in this game. And, again, the biggest play in the industry, OffshoreInsiders.com, big one o'clock game. Go against favorites of two or more if it's her first game as a favorite, 209, 168, and 15. Again, if you're joining us in the middle of the broadcast, I address earlier in the broadcast, you can rewatch it from the beginning. Yes, I know it's week two, but it is still significant. Lions starting tackle, TJ Lang, is out. Jimmy Garoppolo, look, NFL quarterbacks. It's amazing. It's so much easier. It's a cliche, but it has handicapping applications. So much easier to be the hunter than the hunted. Jimmy Garoppolo is now facing, um, facing the burden of high expectations. Many examples of quarterbacks being a great fade once they go from the hunter to the hunted. Hunter, uh, hunter to the hunted. So keep in mind, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is he for real? That's another. Million dollar question, literally for the sports books. This one surprises me, and uh, I will get, yeah, Carrie D'Angelis. I do think the Saints should certainly, certainly be very safe for survival, survivor uh, pools, indeed. Uh, a couple of the rules for the survivor, I haven't done those in a couple years either, but you don't, be careful. As far as going with road teams, I never take a road team and a Survivor unless you're talking about where you run out of the teams and and you have only a few teams left that you can pick. But certainly early in the year, don't go with road teams, in part because the quality road teams, they're going to be better as a home team somewhere along the line. Now, that being said, this somewhat contradicts it. Do not save a team. Don't outsmart yourself. The only exception where I, I do believe in quote-unquote saving a team is not to go with road teams, and home field advantage is worth so much. I've heard a theory. It's an interesting theory about not to go with the biggest favorite. The theory behind that is everyone else is going to be going. Well, not everyone else. So many people are going to be going with the biggest favorite. It gives you an opportunity to root against them. Like last week, so many I know, so many people got are out of their survivor pool because they went with the Saints. Last week. And that's an interesting theory. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I have definitely heard from, you know, sharp people say never go with the biggest favorite because if the biggest favorite loses, so many people are going to be eliminated. And that puts you in great position. That, that's an interesting theory. But yes, I, I do think the Saints should certainly win outright. I think the, the Saints, well, there's no such thing as a safe play, but the Saints are definitely a smart play as far as um, betting on survival pools. And let's see, hopefully Ziggy Balls, there we go. Wanted to add your comment as well. This surprises me. Uh, Matt Stafford is 7-14-1 as is an underdog of six or more. Why does that surprise me? Because Stafford is one of those predictably unpredictable guys like Cam Newton. Stafford, you would think, would be one of these guys that wins games that he shouldn't and loses games that he should win. But, again, I report, you decide, and that's one of the reasons why I have my um, computer software, to confirm theories. Most of my theories, what my eyes and my memory says, turn out to be true, but there are 30% of them that tend to be false. But, again, I'm not big, it's not like I ever blindly bet on Stafford as an underdog or for him as a favorite, but one of those stats that does surprise me a little bit. Underdogs of 6 or more off of the loss of 20 or more are 258, 213, and 7 for 54.8%. That favors the Lions. Giants and the Cowboys. In fact, I think I I I have another one. Um, I think I have more notes on this. I moved it to the end. I don't put these in book order, just basically as the information comes in. But going against favorites of 2 or more, if it's their first game as a favorite, again, a good fade. We talked about that. That would say go with the Giants. The Texans and the Titans. Uh, the same stat we just talked about going against favorites. The Titan, that would favor the Titans. Titans quarterback Marcus Mariota looks like he will play, but but all the experts out there say he's going to be limited. Don't be surprised if you see journeyman Blaine Gabbard get some playing time as well. Uh, a lot of the lot of the good sources out there. A lot of the sharps. Do wonder if Mariota will play the entire game? I think by design, Blaine Gabbert's going to get some snaps. Journeyman, journeyman indeed. You know he's not. I, I would take uh, both Nick Foles and Ryan Fitz magic over Blaine Gabbert, but that's something to watch. Uh, I do think Mariota will play. Will not be 100 percent. And keep in mind, Mariota is one of these guys because he's so uh, mobile that he, I, I, when he's less than 100%, I think that's bigger than, say, a guy like Tom Brady, who isn't quite the athlete. But, you know, then conversely, Aaron Rodgers, and we'll talk about him. Aaron Rodgers, when he's not 100% healthy, he's incredible. You know, I do think when Mariota is not 100%, that is bigger news than it is with a lot of uh, other people. Texans star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is questionable. He's going to be limited if he does play, according to our sources. But even more devastating, the Texans will be walking wounded at wide receiver. They don't. They don't have really any guy at wide receiver who's not banged up. And again, Deshaun Watson. I love the guy. I'm not a. If you know, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I don't like to bet on a lot of the uh, futures because. I want my mind clean. I don't want to be biased by any bets I made in preseason. But I did say, not not as actual bets, but a prediction, you know, for those of you who like to do the fantasy football type bets, I, was, I would take just about any Deshaun Watson uh, prop over the total. But I guess I was kind of going against my golden rule, the burden of high expectations and all that. And so far, you know, he's looked so-so. But again, he's coming off an injury. So I'm not giving up on on him yet. I still think Deshaun Watson could be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And and he's not going to have a lot of weapons today. So I'm not that big. You know, for those of you who are fantasy football players, again, I'm not quite as familiar with the current scoring on how it works. But I think Deshaun Watson's one of those guys. If you have a couple good quarterbacks, and you have an option of not starting Deshaun Watson today, I, I probably would not start him. Going against teams that opened the season with back-to-back road games, betting them in the second of back-to-back road games, again going against them, so betting against teams like that, 28 and 16, including 15 and 4 over the uh, very recently, that would say to go with Tennessee, and of course, including walking wounded, you could argue that Tennessee is the most injured offense, but both of these teams banged up. So, simply by going um, only by the injury report, you would say the under could be a sharp play there. Patriots and the Jaguars, and you know I like to say Jaguars. Leonard Fournette, now, now late morning reports say he's been downgraded to doubtful. He was a, considered a game-time decision. Uh, I don't think he's officially been ruled out, but the early morning tea leaves say he will probably not play. Nine carries forty five yards last week off of a season which he rushed for ten hundred and forty yards at three point nine yards per carry, and when I'm saying that, look, I've been on the air for thirty two minutes and you know was doing some prep before that, so I'm saying it's quite possible, quite possible he's been officially ruled out since we've gone on the air uh, New England running back by committee, but they are banged up, so you know New England they're hurt with some offensive weapons. No surprise here, but Tom, terrific. Actually, maybe it is a surprise that it's this good. Tom Brady, 44-19-5 against the spread. The AFC foes with a winning percentage above 500. The Vikings and the Packers. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. He practiced Saturday for the first time. He's actually listed as probable, and that's good. Backups Deshaun Kaiser and Tim Boyle. Whew, that's a big drop-off. He likely will have... His weapon, Devontae Adams. And by the way, before this report's out, I'm going to tell you where the sharp money's going, where the public money is going, and the biggest line moves. Of course, biggest line moves usually have to do with injuries. Obviously, one of the bigger line moves is on Green Bay and Minnesota. Miami and the Jets. I think that was an Elton John song. Dolphins wide receiver Devontae Parker is probable. 56 catches. Uh, and 57 catches the last two years. So he's he's a good weapon. Going against favorites of two or more if it's your first game of a favorite. Very good play. That says go with the Dolphins. Teams off of impressive... This is somewhat of a surprise here. Teams off of impressive primetime wins are actually a go with. 123, 72, and 8. Now, why do I say that's a surprise? Again, people tend to overreact to what they saw the previous week. And, yeah, even in 2018, the primetime games were still the higher profile. I tell the story. I know I, I know a guy who's been in the business actually longer than me. There are a few people who have been in the business longer than me. And he was famous. I talked to him, and he, he would say, you know, I can't figure the Jets out, or whatever team you, my, you're talking about. But since we're talking about the Jets, I can't figure the Jets out. I saw them two weeks ago, and they looked terrible. And then last week, they were sensational. And again, I'm not going to mention this guy's name, but that's what the NFL is. In the NFL, you bet on unpredictability. But that's why I'm a little surprised that teams that actually look good on prime time are good to bet with the next week. Linebacker Josh Martin is out for the Jets. 14 games, 9 starts last year. Uh, Defensive back Marcus May is out. 16 starts last year. Combined, 79 tackles. So Jets got some key defensive injuries. Left guard, Josh Sitton. Sitton, who played every offensive snap in Game 1, is out for the year. Four-time Pro Bowler, uh, Ted Larson, takes over, but he does have 73 starts. Jets 2-6 and six against the spread under Todd Bowles off a win as an underdog the previous week, failing by an average of 9.2 points per game. Again, the biggest plays in the industry and thoroughly vetted sports books right now at offshoreinsiders.com. The Chiefs and the Steelers. Benji Roethlisberger did mispractice this week. He is probable, though, for the Steelers. Looks like he will play. Roethlisberger, one of the all-time great splits quarterbacks, especially for those of you who play fantasy football. He's got a 99.1 career quarterback rating at home compared to just 88.7 on the road. So, yes, much better at home than on the road. Le'Veon Bell remains out for the Steelers. Superstar running back. Remember we told you teams off of a tie are only 6-14. and 14. That would say to fade the Steelers into the circumstances, and I explained why I think that's significant earlier on. So if you're joining us live, remember you can watch this on demand. Uh, Ziggy Balls does like the Patriots on the money line. Yeah, that you know, knee-jerk reaction when I looked at the lines, that was the line that surprised me the most. I know Jacksonville took the big step last year, but um, yeah, Gronk, the bulletin board material with, with with Ramsey. You know, it's my belief, and Ziggy brings up a good point, but you know what? Guys like Gronkowski, one of the greatest tight ends ever, he doesn't need to be motivated by someone else talking trash on him. You know, it's like when Deion Sanders would talk trash on Jerry Rice. People are like, man, why do you want to anger him? You know, guys like Gronkowski, Jerry Rice... They're going to the Hall of Fame because they're not sitting around waiting for somebody else on the other team to fire them up. Gronkowski always comes to play. But, and if anything, if anything, you could argue that a guy like Gronkowski, maybe you can rattle, maybe you can take him off off his uh, game. You know, the old Jimmy Johnson, the old Jimmy Johnson, you know, if you're going to walk the walk, talk, or if you're going to talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. Yeah, I know of a handicapper out there who's big into the intangibles. To me, you don't want to fire up underachieving guys. I'm more worried about when someone talks trash on underachieving guys. And, you know, you could wake those guys up. Uh, Gronkowski would not be one of those. But fading home favorites um, off of a tie is a very good play. Chief star safety, Eric Berry's doubtful. This is big. This will open up the passing game for Pittsburgh. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is the most profitable quarterback to the under when you fade a line move. He goes under forty-nine and thirty-seven, and this total is going from forty-nine and a half to fifty-four. We're going to take a look at the totals. In fact, why don't we actually do that? Um, take a look at the some of the latest lines at mybookie.ag. Uh, some of the lines of certainly. Moved, uh, you know the odds. Odds there make it look like the odds makers have their doubts whether Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Very interesting line uh, there, and we talked about the Steelers line at 52. Now, and yeah, the total is definitely that's that's one where the total is definitely going to move based on some tea leaves and who's warming up. Uh, Antonio Brown last four games of the Chiefs averaging six receptions for 113 yards, uh, go against teams that scored 28 points or more the previous week, 52-38, and 38. that would say to fade KC, and of course go with Pittsburgh, 7-17 Seven and 17 if they also allowed 28 points or more the previous week. The Raiders and the Broncos, Oakland down both starting defensive tackles, Raiders short week, and then they're going to the high altitude. Remember, Denver does very well at home early in the year, especially the first two weeks. And the theory being that, you know, the high altitude, um, the high altitude really can take their toll on uh, players. And the thinking being, early in the year, with so many teams not playing their starters that much in the preseason, that they're not in quite as much game shape, and Denver's home field advantage is bigger early in the year, underdogs of six or more, off a loss of 20 or more, 258, 213, and 7 for 54.8%. That would benefit the Raiders, and again, that consistent with our overreaction theory. All right, yeah, I told you I knew I had more notes. I alluded to this game earlier. Giants and the Cowboys, two winless teams, go against the underdog, 88, 66, and 5, and again, yes, we talked earlier in this report Of course, it applies in week two as well. You know, we allude to it. Again, if you're watching, if you joined us live, please watch us from the beginning. You can watch us from the beginning on demand. Uh, Cowboys, look, they got nobody to catch the ball. They have no weapons. No weapons. Their best weapon is Zeke Elliott out of the backfield. Just 69 yards last week on only 15 carries, which is bizarre. So, you know, pretty good yards per carry. But I think it's a legitimate question to ask. Zeke Elliott, Physical running back. He's the type of running back who's not going to have a long shelf life. Is it already, um, you know, is is he already banged up a little bit? You know, when he came back from a suspension last year, he was pretty mediocre. Is Zeke Elliott truly among the elite running backs? He plays that style that he's going to take a beating, and I, I don't think he's going to have a long NFL career. And is he already trending downward? Six-year starting linebacker. Um, Olivier Vernon is out for the Giants. Uh, Dallas 61% against the spread at home winning percentage under Jason Garrett. That would probably be a surprise to some. Biggest line moves. Biggest line moves. And again, this was at the beginning of our broadcast. And of course, in this case, you know, it depends on shop around because you're going to have varying juice. Green Bay opened up at two and a half. Now they, Green Bay open up laying two and a half. They're now getting two and a half or or as you can see at mybookie.ag getting three but with low juice. Jets open up as a pick to Miami now at minus three. New Orleans went from minus seven to minus nine and a half. All right. These are lines at mybookie.ag. We're gonna have these sharp moves, sharp moves, and public moves coming up in a moment. But again, uh, make a deposit at mybookie.ag. Put a lot of work into this free stuff that I give you, and I'll be happy to do it. Please show your support. There's a, it's a win-win for everybody. Mybookie.ag will definitely pay you on time. they will definitely give you the biggest sign-up bonus in the industry. Easy deposit. Easy withdrawal. If you use the promo code Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y, you're saying you want more information like this. Now, I always said I'll be happy to do this. We would kind of do a modified version of this on Saturday mornings. If you'd like a detailed version, I would do it. You know, make sure you uh, play the sports books. Uh, Make sure you you make bets with the handicappers at offshoreinsiders.com and use our sports books. Please click on them at offshoreinsiders.com. Biggest bets this week based on percentage of bets, generally considered to be the square bets. Houston, L.A. Chargers, Minnesota, and Philadelphia. Percentage of money. Sometimes they sometimes these are overlapping this week they are. Sometimes they can conflict, and sometimes there's not a correlation. Biggest bets based on percentage of money at Vegas and Offshore Sportsbooks, Minnesota, Philadelphia, San Fran, LA Chargers, New Orleans, and Houston. And, all right, folks, again, please visit us at offshoreinsiders.com. Make no mistake about it, late info. Going back to the score phone days, the biggest bet in any time late info is activated. Sometimes it can go a couple weeks without being activated, not so much during football season. Anytime late info is activated, it is, without question, the biggest bet by anybody in the industry. Offshoreinsiders.com is the vet at sportsbooks. Offshoreinsiders.com has handicappers that have been winning since last century. Visit it. Offshoreinsiders.com. Thanks for all the participation. Thanks for everyone who's watching. A lot of you are watching the rebroadcast uh, anyway as well. Thanks to everybody. We'll talk to you during the week and then our regularly scheduled live broadcast next Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save an average of $470 on your auto insurance. That's a lot of money in just a few minutes. With savings like that, you could be lounging on an impractical amount of ornate and overpriced throw pillows you bought for your couch. But you won't, because you're better with money than that. That's why you're calling us in the first place. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote today. We
0: are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Based on average nationwide annual savings survey dated July to December 2020. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state.